0: Good morning, Steve. How are you? Fantastic,
1: man. Good to see you. Oh, it's uh, it's been a while. We both took last weekend
0: off. Yeah.
1: And you, you and your Swiss cheese schedule here, here a week, there a week, gone a week, everywhere a week. week. I Jet
0: setting, <laughs> jet setting around the
1: world. Uh, jet setting around Florida, right? And Georgia, and then Baltimore at the
0: end of the month. Um, speaking of Florida, how did you fare the storm? It rolled right over me. Uh, it was it was not great. Um, it was as of Tuesday. It was going to be like hitting, just stay on the Gulf Coast side, maybe go toward the Panhandle in Louisiana. Um, but then it decided to make a hard right on Tuesday and like cut right over Disney, right toward me. Basically, went up I four, and uh, uh, so I. Had, this is the first time I've been in this office for more than about twenty minutes because the dehumidifier has been running and the fans have been running. The carpet got all soaked. Rain basically. The building was great, except there was so much water pouring down the side of the building and so much force from the winds, it basically pushed it through every pore of the building. And it got under the carpeting, it came in under the door. So I'm up on a slight elevation, so it's not a flooding problem where I'm at, but there was just so much water in the air and being hit with so much force, it just came under the door. It was shooting under the door. And uh, crazy, crazy, crazy. But thankfully no damage. So, I mean, I lost a couple of books. I lost a lot of packing supplies, like, you know, good stuff that people do. Kickstarters really like the, the, like the, the hard mailers, the, um, you know, foldable boxes, tons of, tons of shipping materials got destroyed, but nothing irreplaceable so far. Right. I mean, I, have, I haven't opened up every single box and fingers crossed, but anyway, fine. Okay, well, good, good to... Yeah, the people on the West Coast, the people on the Gulf Coast had a much tougher time. So, you know, I, I, I can't complain.
1: Um, gorgeous weather here in Tennessee this last week. So fall... Oh, nice. Has, That's fa- nice. Fall has finally hit us. Um, so let's see, where do we begin? Um, let me first start off. The, I did a show in Huntsville about two weeks ago. It was our second show at Huntsville Stand Up Live, the Catacombs and Comedian Show, and it went really well. But uh, we were gifted a artisan dice maker there. Nerd Zilly gave us each a box of custom made dice. That's awesome. Which is very cool. Yeah, uh, and um, I mean she does remarkable work. And it says Ari there because that's the NPC name. And he is, if you follow along with the campaign, you know he's a an agent. Sure. And she gave me, and you really can't see these, but there's a little scroll inside the dice. That's epic. Yeah. And there are all sorts of neat-looking dice. And I wanted to give her a shout-out, NerdZilly. She's available. She's online everywhere, and I think you're seeing it backwards there. But... Um, so you know, every, every everybody got their own custom made according to
0: their character. You know, and it's N E R D Z I L L Y. Yes, Let's put that up. in there.
1: And so you know, we, you know, I appreciate it. And so that gave me an idea that for the we have a Halloween show, the side splitting spectacular is coming to Huntsville, October nineteenth. There was a lot of date scheduling and jumping and moving around and shuffling, but I had to make two posters because the date changed. But here we go. I've got Catacombs of Comedians, Side Splitting Spooktacular, October 19th,
0: in Huntsville, um, Alabama. And what day of the week is that? It's a. Mm,
1: I don't know. I think it's a Wednesday. Okay. Yeah. And. I thought they've got a great open spot when you walk into the club with plenty of room. And I thought, hey, how about if we have like a little vendor set up where a nerd Zilly could set up a small table and have her dice set up? Um, and so I'm giving I'm having a couple local Huntsville role playing game artisans, nerd Zilly being one of them, uh, another dice pouch maker. Um, and I'll have all the names I don't have them in front of me right now, but uh, and like someone who builds uh, wood dice trays and towers and stuff. Nice. I call it, I think ninth level gaming. I think they might be named. But we're going to set up a little, and I'm stealing this from the old oh, from the old Dragon magazines that TSR used to put out. But I'm having a we're having a bazaar of the bazaar. Nice. And it's kind of like a little merchant area at the beginning of the show, and there'll be a catacombs and comedians table as well as these other vendors set up selling artists and D and D stuff. I wish I could do it for the Nashville show. But they just don't have the layout to make it work. Right? That's
0: how do comedians feels... there? How do comedians sell their merch? Yeah, exactly.
1: Sell... Yeah, I sell T-shirts now for, for Catacombs of Comedians at the end of a show. Got gotcha. it. So we're gonna have this, and um, we'll see. Hopefully, it'll work. And if it does, you know. But again, I'm stressing that Dungeons and Dragons and role-playing games is very much a community, and you know, if you know, the support that Nerdzilla gives us by you know treating us to custom dice i want to make sure you know i can give back to her rather than just shouting out you know her name during shows and you know here on the podcast that you know give her an opportunity and hopefully you know becomes a regular thing in huntsville with um with the catacombs of comedian show that which would be very cool so i got that going and then there's october 24th in zany's nashville Oh, wow. We've got the side-splitting spectacular. So, the 19th and the 24th, I've got two different Halloween shows.
0: That's fantastic. Um,
1: spreading myself thin? No, not at all.
0: No, no, no. You will be exhausted. <laughs> you have a...
1: <laughs> um, no, it's really weird working this all out because I, originally the Huntsville show was going to be on the 26th. So, I was going to have Monday show in Nashville... Huntsville show Wednesday, and then I'm sealing the violent femmes here in Nashville on Thursday. So that's great. But, um, so yeah, so we got two catacombs of comedians Halloween specials, you know, um, no Vincent Price, unfortunately. And, um, but they're side splitting spooktaculars. The Huntsville will have the bazaar, the bazaar with some vendors, and there are definitely going to be tricks, there are going to be treats at these shows, the special Halloween themed monsters. Uh, the Foul Boar has gotten a complete makeover to really? fit Dungeons and Dragons or no to fit the Halloween theme. Actually, four makeovers. So take that for what you know what that might mean. And um, so yeah, nobody will walk out of the either show empty handed. There will be treats That's for great. everybody. So um if you are in the Nashville area, it's October twenty fourth at Zanies. If you're in the Huntsville area, it's October nineteenth. At stand up live, that is my spiel on the catacombs and comedian show upcoming dates.
0: That's great. So, what, that's how about a, you? What,
1: what do you got going?
0: That's exciting. Uh, I'm I'm still frazzled from Pick up the pieces from the storm. Um, I am working on. I'm still working on my uh, my Kickstarter rewards for uh, for actually for both of the campaigns, and then getting ready for uh, the Baltimore Comic Con in the October 28th through the 30th in Baltimore my last show of the year i think um and so that would be the last the, the only time i'll miss a show this year right uh, an episode this year i think uh unless uh, unless the titans play again or something like that um <laughs> uh but uh but yeah m- mostly just been playing catch up uh, i lost about 4 or 5 days because of the storm no power no electricity it was kind of nice to digitally detox i would like to have had air conditioning while i was doing it but uh but uh again i dodged a bullet so i, I can't complain um so also this week we've got a new
1: D one
0: uh-huh more for your binder
1: more for <laughs> the binder <laughs> Um, I haven't really had a chance to go over it much, but it's uh, I guess it's mostly feats and the two exp- or the three expert classes: ranger, uh-huh. bard, and rogue. Rogue, yeah, yeah. Forget my favorite class. Um, again, I guess from the feedback online, you know, you read the Facebook posts and the Twitter posts. A lot of complaining, of course, but that's always a squeaky.
0: No one goes to Twitter to say. Nice job! Yeah, this is great.
1: Um, <laughs> I think they ch- what the, they changed that um, inspiration to heroic inspiration instead of rolling. If you roll a twenty,
0: you get inspiration. Now, if
1: you roll a one,
0: yeah, yeah, the, all those little tweaks and stuff like that, and and the changing of the classes. They they, I like the idea that there are the the four class categories, like experts, one of the four categories of types of classes, and Expert just seems to be uh, jack-of-all-trades um, complicated. Like, basically, if you're going to play D&D, don't start with these. Don't start with Bard. Don't start with character classes that really have more, have so much ridiculous flexibility that, although Rogue is, it always felt like a but who knows? Who knows how they're going to change things? It just seems like expert went like, okay, are you going to do one of the simple classes, or are you going to do the expert classes? You know what I mean? It's it's like, especially given that D and D used to have expert used to mean something in D and D, like there was the expert rules. Yeah, and uh, so you know that probably matters to only people with gray beards, but um, uh, but it felt like a weird way of categorizing it. I wish they'd come up with another, you know, but but you know, who knows. Who knows? The, the tweaks to the bard class, I do play a bard primarily, a bard sorcerer, and so I did see that there were some changes, but again, it's also early, you know, we're, we're, we're still, if the book's going to come out in 2024, and that means it probably has to be locked in. If it's going to come out in the middle of 2024, that means it has to be locked at the end of 2023, right? Production wise. They're going to have to get the files to the printer six months, nine months early. Um so there's still a year of kicking the tires and chances for them to change everything. And I, I, I just feel like they're not really maintaining that notion of it's, you can keep playing 5e and in this new, in this tweaked environment, the tweaks seem to be getting more and more crazy. Um, I don't know. I don't know. How do you feel about it? Um,
1: you know, I'm the kind of guy that's when the new book comes out, I'll play the new book.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's right. That's, that's the most reasonable way to go. I'm not
1: going to sweat. I'm not going to sweat it now. Um, like I said, if I really bothered me, I would have, I would have, would have read this packet. I haven't read this packet yet. (laughs) Um, I've been reading more about what other people think of it than what I'm actually, so which, which isn't a bad thing because it gives me stuff to look out for. Um, but I'm not
0: the consensus. What's the consensus among the people you, you've seen,
1: uh, they that their feats at the first level are too powerful, but I I'm the mind you know give a first level character a feat because it, there's these are supposed to be heroes right the players right. they're supposed to be separate than the common person. Sure. Um, anybody who complains about realism in a fantasy role playing game has a weak
0: argument. As yeah, and the and the feats are only the feats are only overpowered, giving someone a feat, giving a character a feat at level one is only overpowered if the feats are overpowered. Right. If the feats are flavorful more than, you know, you crit on a 19 and a 20, you know, this stuff like it gives everybody 5% more chance to crit. You know, that really is something that's tweaking the dial in a way that is like, could be overpowered. So I, I, I get what they're saying.
1: And, and you know, if, if you're worried about that, instead of throwing two rats in the cellar at their first level character, throw three rats at them. Right, right. uh, I don't. I'm. I'm looking forward to just when the new book comes out, devouring the book and you. You know, seeing how it is, and you know, going with it. Then complaining. Yeah. Then uh, (laughs) you know, I. I don't. I'm not the kind of person who complains about rules. If I don't like a game, I just don't play it. Makes sense. And, you know, and I. But I played D&D. There are tons of rules in Dungeons and Dragons that I am just either too lazy to do. That's why I do theater of the mind as opposed to, you know, the tactical sure. stuff, because that's a lot more rules if you do it that way. If you do that, can I hit him from here? Yeah, probably. Go for it, you know? It's mm-hmm. a lot
0: easier and a lot more streamlined. Um, that's great. They, it's also, they um, I just hope they have, they've got such a network now of professional dungeon masters. I really hope they go and just, they, they bring in, I hope they bring in Mercer and Colville and all those, and, and uh, Sly Flourish and all of them and bring them in and just, pay them for a weekend and just pick their brains about how do you feel about this sort of thing? You know, pay them a, pay them a healthy stipend that Hasbro can easily pay and get their feedback on it. Like, you know, if we release this, is this going to ruin your podcast? Basically critical role. If we release this and you have to play with these rules, will your player. Nope. We
1: have a little technical difficulties with uh, Steve. Looks like he froze up on me. Let me see if I can reach out to him, see what the situation is. Hold on one second.
0: Well, hello, hello. How are you? Fantastic. Florida. That is. Uh, it's been last last three hours. Not a blink, not a blip. But <laughs> two minutes ago, everything shut off, and it came right back. So there's clearly still messing with the wires and everything. <sighs> I got to use our "be right back" with the oh, good, good, good. The critical Sorry snail about that. logo. So. <laughs> I'll create a I'll create a uh, we're experiencing technical difficulties graphic for us with us like show just like that cartoon wind blowing <laughs> just like all my stuff going sideways
1: um amazingly enough we didn't lose any of our four viewers
0: thank you for being here four viewers yeah so um so anyway where were we i don't know all right let's my uh... my brain also shut down and came back up
1: <laughs> um Okay, so we're going to have Matt Forbick come on in a few weeks, um, and he, besides creating and working on like the Marvel Multiverse role-playing game that's coming out, and every other role-playing game that's been out in the on this planet, um, his latest was the shotguns and sorcery. That is a mighty tome. Now, this is the Cipher System. This is how it came out originally, but. As of this week, these started hitting. This is the fifth edition version. Oh wow! So we are. Go- oh, and I just noticed that. Look, mine's autographed. Nice. Uh, he worked on it with um, his son, and um, so I got I got that on his Kickstarter. And uh, I've talked to Matt before on uh, various occasions. He's a great guy, uh, full of wisdom about uh, role playing games, designing role playing games, and um, writing in general. So it's going to be an interesting talk. I'm going to pitch a couple ideas that, that I have for for uh, shotguns or shotguns and sorcery,
0: like creating a module or or. Well, yeah, some
1: ideas, you know, um, but uh, no, it's going to be a great great conversation so if you've got any questions about designing steve this is the guy to ask and this is when you want to ask him so that's great we got that coming up i think he was just coming back from switzerland right now he's on a plane i think as we record this because he was doing some writing for a role-playing game or video game or something over there um all right so how do i cover this i got really really angry last night oh no it's catacombs and comedians related i just happen to be scrolling through facebook as one does to get uh hey hello first time chatter brother zeus thank you welcome to the welcome to the stream so anyway catacombs and comedians my live uh actual play dungeons and dragons show that i do at comedy clubs here in nashville and huntsville We are doing good, Brother Zeus. How are you? And I happen to see that there's another comedy club in Nashville that is doing a live Dungeons & Dragons show.
0: Okay. All right. Well,
1: that's fine. sincerest,
0: Sincerest form of flattery? I don't, you know... I
1: don't own the, you know, copyright on the concept of doing Dungeons and Dragons shows in, uh, in comedy clubs. So, but, so I'm like, huh, I've been doing it here in Nashville for, and this is just, this is just me griping and complaining. So, sure. Um, I've been doing it here in Nashville since what was it? Uh, May, I think I've had four, three shows in Nashville so far, two in Huntsville. And you know, I'm like, oh, well, obviously, someone got the idea of this from my show. I mean, sure. they're like, hey, look, they're doing it over at Zany's. We can do it over here at this club. Sure. Fine. You know, um, but I'm like, I kind of would have liked a heads up. Is that is that wrong for me to?
0: No, I mean, I, to I, I think you're right. I think it's of course it's a it's a it's a gut punch. It's also a thing where. For all I know, these this zanies and this other comedy club are, are you know antagonistic. You know, I've known some com I know some comic book shop retailers who can feel like the other guy in town is the enemy. Right. And so, they might look at okay, what's it, always looking at what the other comedy club is doing. You know, and like oh, they're doing D anD D. You you've got dice. Have a show here. You know. So it it, it it's definitely going to confu- create confusion in the marketplace. Do you know what they're called? Well, not not to give them any I don't even say their name out loud. The Distinguished Competition, as Marvel used to say about DC Comics. Uh
1: I do uh, know what they're called, and they using a name that I think somebody else already uses too on a streaming would
0: be. But it's surprised. not them. Yeah, so uh, let them know. <laughs> so
1: <laughs> and here's here's the uh, here's my major problem with it. And I, I I I think I'm just gonna leave it at that. There is some more issues to the matter, but I don't want this to just where I'm, you know, laying out all my dirty
0: laundry. Um, I'll talk to you off stream about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, uh, this is a platform for venting. So I would say, uh, but I think you're, yeah, I understand. As someone who had one of my IPs, literally, liberally, someone came up with something extremely, like they gave it the same name. But I didn't have a protection for it. You know, I didn't I didn't take the steps that I needed to take, which which I now do with all my stuff. But I feel like you if you've got your you've got your existing audience, you've got the people who love you. The the thing that sucks is if they say, Okay, we're gonna have a D&D game and we're bringing in Patton Oswald for hours. Yeah, you know, that's the part where you go, like, you know, that's but they can't afford Patton Oswald, and their DM doesn't have as magnificent a beard as you, they don't have a foul bore, <laughs>
1: you know, they uh, can't compete. Uh, thanks for the follow brother Zeus um yeah and and they're they will never get Patton Oswald so I'm not worried about that um
0: the and I'm gonna go check out their show I'm gonna go it also could be a sense of like the rising tide lifts all boats as long as they're not as long as they're not on the same night as long as they're not they're they're doing four or five shows a week apart, which I could never
1: get Zany's comedy club to do for me because ah, right. they've got, you know, bigger name talents coming in and taking up the show, taking up mm-hmm. those spots, which is fine and completely understandable. This club, this club is more of a kind of a comedy theater, a lot of improv. Gotcha. 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 Um, but just the way they word it as, stand-up comics playing Dungeons & Dragons. You know, if they had gone improv group playing Dungeons & Dragons, I'd be no big deal. Because at my last show at Huntsville, there is a show there in Huntsville that started before mine, but it's improv doing Dungeons & Dragons. Right. And they don't sit at a table and play with that, you know, kitchen table type experience that we try to do in our, our show. They actually have costumes and scripts and all that sort of stuff. So it's a completely different show, and they showed up
0: and saw and watched my show. Oh wow! Last and we Was talked. It, yeah, so that, that's it. I mean, maybe that's the approach. Maybe it's a notion of like it's also tough because also I know co- comic convention promoters and like someone's got the show in in a, a city like Daytona, and another show is like I want to have a show in Daytona, and they're like, "Well, you can't. We already have a show in Daytona, but nothing stops someone else from having a show in Daytona." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not like how do you what is you know I, I don't know it, I think it forces you to develop a secret so a special sauce that can be your own thing and maybe it's the catacombs and comedians brand maybe it's the merchandise maybe it's the partnering with the local TtRPG creative community the the makers um maybe you're gonna throw a convention I'm gonna, maybe. I, well I've given everyone stickers hopefully that works right I could it could <laughs> but, um but yeah they're uh-huh. You know, separates, you know, critical role from everybody else that imitates them. You know, that I got to think that's your,
1: yeah. I mean, my first response, you know, talking to people in the know,
0: I'm like, well, that
1: you know, they're like, well, there's nothing we can do about it. And I go, no, except be a better show,
0: right?
1: And but it's just, oh, and there is one element I will share with you off stream. And I'm sorry for you, those of you watching, (laughs) but I just i just uh yeah and um so i mean they have one show the week i have my show but it's on a different night which is you know oh well um i don't think their club sits as many as our club um but i don't you know and it's cheap their show is cheaper i don't know all the details about their show but it's definitely going to be worth checking out and i will check it out and i will give a full report um Hopefully everything works out amicably and we're all, you know, yay right. for the Dungeons and Dragons comedy club scene in Nashville. Sure. You know, this is where you want to come. You know, forget the Nashville being the home of uh, bachelorette parties. It's Nashville is now the home of stand up comics doing d and D, which would be great.
0: I thought and oh, and having watched your show and this is not me blowing smoke or just because we're friends. It honestly is entertaining. And I find that super challenging for D and know my dungeon master can't watch any streaming D and D. He can't. He just he can't watch Critical Role. Doesn't doesn't find that remotely entertaining. So I, and I've watched a lot of them, and a lot of them are they're slogs. Yours is entertaining. I feel like you've got something here, and even the, the way the there is a chemistry that comes almost curmudgeonly in a way. The way you have to sometimes browbeat your players into playing the game. <laughs> And the way they push back, like, dad, you know, you're like, I'll pull this, I'll pull this car right around. Look, 18 more foul ball walk in the room. You know, it, it is kind of this, <laughs> it, it's fun. It is lightly adversarial. I think old school gamers would enjoy it. I think new, sc- new school role players will enjoy it. Again, I would say you're people, you have nothing to worry about. So, I mean, that's, that's my opinion. I mean, it feels like all the people who imitated Superman, all the people who imitate critical role, all the people who imitate Lord of the Rings, you know, you know, and every once in a while something can rise up. You can have a Harry Potter come out of nowhere, you know that can be isn't there a million other things like that, and it explodes. um I do feel like you have a you have a an alchemical combination that is would be hard to replicate in a laboratory setting uh,
1: yeah, and it's trust me i for the show that, that has its come out is completely different than what I, I imagined it, and I love it for all of it, you know, warts and all. And um, it's funny that you mentioned that whole, you know, dad type role because I finally got, you know, time. And this morning I uploaded two new podcasts of Catacombs. I uploaded the last uh, Zany show because I because I forgot to load that up because I had the video available. Mm. So now you can hear the audio on the podcast. And I uploaded last the the Huntsville show from two weeks ago. And they do refer to me as daddy in that, you know, and it kind of get a little little weird parts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, good. But, uh, and then again, I did throw, oh, so you handled those two
0: spiders fine. Here come four more. So I totally did that. But I don't, I don't know how, if that other show is doing like weekly shows for four, four or five weeks, how to get comedians to commit to that many weeks in a row. I, think I, it's I an, feel like the wheels can come off really easy. I think
1: it's an improv group.
0: Oh, 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 okay. And they're using the term comedians
1: loosely. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, and again, I'm not I have no idea who's mostly who's involved, and so I'm not I'm I'm not shitting on him or I'm not bad talking to him other than I'm disappointed that there's another. Here's Hey Geek Puppet, thanks for following. I love how my follow graphic is showing up now. So you're missing out, Steve. And uh You know, and I hope it I hope it's just great. I hope I go to the show and it's amazing and I can the next time I do a show, I say, hey, if you like this show, please go to this club and watch this show. There, You'll get more, you know. And I'm hoping everything works out super fantastic. Just last night as I'm running along, you know, f- jumping around, Fraley, thanks for showing up, finally. I'm not, you know, keeping <laughs> attendance. Hey, <Fraley. laughs> and, um, you know, so I hope it's all great and we're one huge family. I haven't seen this other show promoted on some of the local – um, Role playing groups uh, right. that I that I do my promotion on that I've kind of you know working on getting a rapport with the local you know D and D community um, because that's what I'm hoping for you know I won't again I'm really I'm I've come across stressing how it's all about community I mean earlier in this in this stream I was talking about how I'm getting the vendors together and we're committing you know promoted community so by the fact that I'm bitch moaning about this other
0: D and D show don't take it as now i'm not promoting no 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 it's i don't feel like it's that way it is sort of like you have a pizza place and across the street opens up another pizza place It, (laughs) it, it doesn't it's not like it's it's i don't think it's no i i feel like you have every right to go well this could this is not good for either of us necessarily to open up two shops that's why most shopping centers you can't have a second nail salon in it you can't have a second pizza place in it because the the landlord just says no 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 you got you got dibs but I under, I understand where you're coming from yes yeah. so again
1: I'm gonna go to the show I hope I love it I hope it's awesome I've been going to been meaning to go to this club anyway I've kind of been thinking about maybe talking to the club about doing stuff there too but now they've already got their own D D show so I don't need
0: <laughs> need to worry well, about well, that who knows maybe maybe they'll invite you to sit in and play a game um, you know. But you can't really sneak in anywhere. You're going to show up in those glasses with that beard. They're going to to know who you are.
1: (laughs) Oh, this is fake, didn't I? (laughs) No. (laughs) So, yeah, imagine um, in two weeks or, yeah, two weeks or so when I do the Halloween show, I am in costume. And I'm Eddie Munson from Stranger Things, but I'm not shaving the beard. Like, no, no, no. I'm looking at my wig. I got the wig hanging over there. I'm going all all out, but except the wig stays on. I mean, the beard stays on. And I don't know how long the wig will make it through the show. <laughs> but anyway, so, yeah. So, apparently, at least here in Nashville, the live Dungeons & Dragons with comics at comedy clubs scene is catching on.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm not going to say I'm a trendsetter,
0: but. Just saying. There was no trend until you said it. <laughs> I was first. I was, I was first. And um, also, it's a, it's a thing where, again, it, we talk, talked about this with the, some of the cartoonists I speak with. There's a certain amount of people who, early with web comics, someone saw Penny Arcade and PvP were very popular. Oh, comics about gaming. you know. Oh, so I'll do one about gaming. But the person was like, I want to be popular. I want to make money. So they're going to do something about something that really isn't in their heart. And it's easy to do for a little while couple of easy jokes because everyone knows the surface level stuff. But it was always this deeper stuff that got the that built those other things on. It says your your love of D and RPGs is is deeper. It's not a surface level thing. And that's not something you can necessarily fabricate. So I feel like again authenticity, weird alchemical chemistry you've got going on. I feel like, you know, good players too. Entertaining and they, they push back just enough, I think. And, <laughs> and they work the crowd. They do a lot of stuff. They do a lot of heavy lifting for you and they're not stepping over each other. It's, it seems really nice.
1: No, it's it you know, to be honest with you, I do love all my players, um, both groups, the the uh Nashville gang, the Huntsville gang, and then the third gang. Let me talk about this for a little bit. Please do. I
0: was about to ask that.
1: Um, and I had a, I made a, I made a trailer for it and I, it's up online. I don't know if you caught it. Did you see that little credits? No. Trailer? It's, but I got I was going to share it tonight to, on the stream today, but I found out I misspelled one of the comics names. Oh, the funny. stupid I before E type of thing, the damn Germans. <laughs> and um, so anyway, it's, it's on my, uh, it's on the catacombs of comedians, Twitter and Facebook right now, but I'll, I will change. I will take it down and fix the name but it, it turned out really nice it's it's going to be the opening credits for the uh stream it's about a minute long um and it introduces each player and the character that they're playing and um and it's called uh, catacombs of comedians or wrath of the aristocrats love it love it uh, and i got the music timed up just right it's oh when it's when the wrath of rec- rec- Aristocrats shows up that just timed with the music. It turns can it's... you
0: share it here? I don't think anyone here would mind. It's a typo. Um, let me see. If it's a technical issue, don't don't worry about it. But
1: now we can do it. Hold, give me one minute. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, let me find it. Do 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 do. yeah. <laughs>
0: was it dude that looks great oh thanks <laughs> did uh steve musgrave do the artwork yeah he
1: did the he did the uh character artwork this time around um fantastic yeah because I, I i love steve Stephen coughlin's artwork for the original for the first round of characters and you know i will bring coughlin back on to work with him but i'm kind of want catacombs comedians to get the brand you know set sure so uh steve musgrave's doing the art for characters and monsters just to give it you know i wanted to have that distinct look and feel yeah that he's and been he developing
0: it does have kind of a uh penny arcade vibe to his, just a hint of it I'm, i i hate to ever talk about one artist in context to another artist because you know it's not like they were looking at the other artist there's maybe they have the same inspirations the same influences in their art uh but it's got that kind of vibe that i think people would be like okay it's sort of like with intoxicancy. Oh, that looks that looks professional. <laughs> <laughs> it is professional. It's how it, that's the trick. You make it professional, and so it looks professional. But um, it 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 passes the smell test. People are like, "Oh, okay, that's legit."
1: Yeah. So that's my that's that'll be the opening credits. Though I will spell log I will spell Logan's last name correctly before it goes up. Looks great. Um, thank, you. thank you. Thank um, you. And that will start October twelfth. And then October thirteenth, I will go see that other show
0: at the other club. <laughs> All right, so let me see if I get this right. I have my calendar up. Oh, it was before the, everything crashed. October twelfth. What day is that?
1: That's I a Wednesday.
0: All right, oh. fantastic. And I can't wait to see it.
1: That'll be here on Zero Level Media uh, Twitch channel. Um, and uh, you know, fingers crossed. Uh, the players have come up with some great concepts. Uh remember Raina's character's last name, uh, Misty Kootz. It's pronounced Kuntz. <laughs> Um, So you that kind of gives you an idea of what kind of... Good. It's yeah. going to be fun. It's not going to be for kids. Um, no. Oh, let me tell you about this.
0: So All Logan's
1: right, character idea, he's a paladin and his god is kind of a game he's he's a normal he's a normal kid who got brought to this world by playing a jumanji type game that's his character concept
0: that's great
1: and so the last two weeks i've been busting my brain nut trying to come up with what is the name of this game and um oh i'm not gonna i'm not gonna show it now but i just gotta make sure i can see it right
0: um you made a graphic already
1: oh yeah it's got of its own yeah it's got its own title dressing you know of course we, you
0: did <laughs> yeah
1: it's called questernity
0: oh wait i saw that on twitter yeah realm <laughs> well, of infinite well, I, Adventure. Had, I had flashes of internet over the last few days and that that scrolled up i'm like well okay he's got something else cooking i love it
1: so i want to be i want to do a game I want see now the the creator in me wants to create the whole game that that's based on, you know, <laughs> some throwaway joke. I want to create a whole role-playing game based on it. Sure. Um, it's much better. The first name I had just did not work, but this is what I settled on. The logo looks neat. But the way this game works is I think you use all the dice at once. The four, hmm. six, eight, 12 and 20. I'm taking the 10 out. Because back in the old days, they, they didn't have a ten sided dice. You used a twenty for ten sided rolls. So that gives you number between five and fifty with all those number with all those dice together. Mm. So now I gotta think of some sort of mechanic, and just for the craziness of it, you know. Yeah. And I think at the beginning of each of this game or one point during the game, he can make a, 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 a questernity roll where his roll, he rolls all five dice at once, and if he beats my roll, he gets inspiration. But that's just you know that just one little house rule to add flavor to the game. I love it, that's great. So his whole thing with his characters, he goes on these quests in this world, thinking each one will bring him home if he completes it. Each, right. ev- each the more evil he defeats, the closer he gets to get going home. Kind of a Sam Beckett uh, quantum
0: leap type of thing. Right, right. That's great. Um, so that's it, or like a, a one man D anD D. Animated series,
1: yeah, exactly. were are always
0: trying to beat the thing to go home or something like that.
1: Yeah, and then of course uh, Steph Stigma, their character is just three goblins in a trench coat, <laughs> based on the three goblins are based on Emo Phillips, Gilbert Godfrey, and Rodney Dangerfield.
0: Fantastic! <laughs> what a nightmare. <laughs> and I don't know how she's going to
1: play him. You know, we went back and forth, and I said, "Look, I have faith in you. You." If you can handle it, roll up three different characters. You can only play one at one, one at a time. But, you know, we'll figure it out. Just whatever That's makes great. this show good. And, um, you know, her experience playing D&D, she, I think she can pull it off, so I'm all for it. Uh, Raina's character, Misty Kuntz, is just that. Uh, we'll just leave it at that. And then um, Kanan's, I have no idea, other than his character is a half elf bard who smokes a cigar so and it kind of looks like uh what's his name Dum Dum from captain america's oh, a little bit Nick sure Fury's. sure yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah um so yeah so a lot that's why i just this morning finally put up like catacombs and comedian Podcasts that have been sitting on my hard drive forever. I just got the time. Put those up this morning so you can check those out, the last two shows. And if you haven't heard any Catacombs and comedian shows, check them out at Catacombs and Comedians Podcast. It's available wherever you listen to your podcast. Um, you got a lot of listening to do. The Halloween show will be very... We will have video of that as well, at least the one in Zany's. It won't be live streamed, but we'll have that available. So if you've seen the other, you can watch the other show. If you go on the Zero Level Media Twitch site, it won't come up on the its channel homepage. But if you look under videos, it's loaded up there. So you got to do a little digging, but it's there. You can find it. Um, and that was a show, the last show at Zany's we did about a month and a half or so ago. Uh, I think that's all my catacombs and comedians. That's great stuff. I'm right so excited.
0: <laughs> I'm so excited for 12. I mean, I, I, since I'm so, I live so far away, I can't catch the live shows. So, uh, you know, the yeah, idea of being I, able to actually see one live is going to be exciting.
1: I'm just hoping that everyone, as the producer, I'm hoping that everybody has a well lit, clean camera, decent microphone, no power outages. Yeah, the decent mic, you know. Um, and I don't want to be, uh, uh, you know, I don't want to be a hard ass and say, look, you got to, you know, go out and buy a lightning Greg, you know, but right. hopefully, so expect on the 12th, there'll, there'll be some hiccups, but you know, sure. we'll get That's them fine. all ironed out. And I, that'll again, be, if
0: you watch early critical role, it's like, you know, they, I think they have one microphone that they're all sharing and it's, you know, they're drawing their maps on butcher paper and it's all chaos. So yeah.
1: So fine. it'll definitely be chaos. If it's anything like the live shows at the comedy clubs, um, Still waiting on word from a couple other clubs if we're going to come up to Cincinnati or Birmingham. That's great. There's talk, but not a lot of it lately. A lot of leaving phone messages. Um, I'm not really actively pursuing it. I'm not going out there saying it, hitting clubs up. It's mostly been, hey, this club says they're interested in you. Then I give them a call, you know. Right. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, and then my catacomb related um, Kickstarter will be out i think i'll send it out the third week in october to everybody that's great um the physical stuff might come out the fourth week but i think the third week i'll have it all finished up and nice and ready to go the way i want it i could send it out now but i just don't it needs a few more tweaks and you understand that
0: yeah yeah i've ended up expanding the it started off as 20 pages, the Intoximancy book, and now it's up to 32. And what I've done is, is I had this section. So, for, for folks who don't know, it was a Kickstarter, ended last month, um, and uh, it's a. I uh, made three weeks ago it ended. Uh, it feels weird with the hurricane rolling through, um, but uh, it's about you know a drunken master of the mystic arts. It's a wizard subclass with alcohol. And uh, I have a pipeweed variant in it for people who don't want to drink but want to smoke their pipeweed. And so, what that means, yeah, that's that was a it was basically, I was going to be a one page swap out these rules, and now it's turned into four pages because it has to be very specific given how complicated I've made everything else.
1: What you couldn't make it 420 pages?
0: (laughs) Uh, uh, so don't just for just the four. Uh, I wonder if it's on page 20, it might be. It can it can be. I'll mess around with it. I'll mess around with <laughs> um, But it's four pages, I, and it, so it's it's basically changing how all the, you know, subclass features work, and then how when you get your magic instead of a magical flagon, you get a magical pipe, and it's it's much more streamlined. The the flagon, I give people all these, a menu of choices on how they can decorate and accent their, uh, their magical item. The pipe is going to be much more straightforward so it's not going to have that decision tree it's going to be very basic because again it's i don't want it to overwhelm the book and uh i just finished illustrations for flying pink elephants so uh i i feel like the book's really coming together i just have to do three or four more passes to correct my typos and make make sure things are consistent throughout all that all the the drudgery of it but i'm super happy with how it's coming together
1: okay i mean from what you sent me i love it it looks great oh thanks i haven't gotten back to you on any of it but uh it is being perused um, right. and appreciated and it's it's you know but then I having worked with you before on the Star Trek comic and then just following along with other stuff you've done I expect nothing
0: less yeah it's just tough it's you know, you know it's it's all these things where it's like you have like a, a the the magic flag and can every day can uh conjure health potion so it's things like making sure that you just aren't Pouring them into vials every day. So putting in like a time limit on it. If you don't drink it within a minute, it evaporates. Putting in stuff like that so people don't become like a, you know, a health potion factory. I'm going not, I'm not, I'm to not give up adventuring and just sit in the cottage and pour health potions into uh, bottles well, all
1: day. It has to be drunk from the from the flagon, right?
0: Yes. To work. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, uh, basically anything that's built out. But, I, but the more I hard code the rules about all that stuff becomes super complicated and it becomes stereo instructions. And I do want to give people latitude to be creative and and but just I it would be so I can understand why Crawford and all those people make the rules very simple and they keep referring back to them. And when we say it it never works, blah, 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 we mean it never works. And they go, but what about here? I said it never works. Like they always point back to the original rules. I feel like I have to have that same kind of uh <laughs> I'll put you on the morning hangover. Quite a bit, quite a bit, the hair of the dog, uh Geek Puppet. Um Yeah, it's uh, it's very. I don't know. I'm very happy with it. I can't wait for everybody to see it. Well,
1: yeah, then I can't wait for you to make more. So,
0: yeah, and I just, and I just, uh, right before the storm hit, I was able to finish up the backer kit page. So, if anyone goes to intoxamancy.com, the the link from the Kickstarter will take them to backer kit, and they can just order it now. I'll be running more Facebook ads to promote the backer kit. I want to see if that does anything too. I'll keep you posted if that has any effect whatsoever.
1: Um. All right, so I think we've gone about an hour of discussion. I am out of coffee. Yeah. Um. Next week, you're in town, right? We're talking.
0: I would love to. Okay. Assuming I'll have power. I'm not, I'm not swept out to sea.
1: Ray, assuming you're not powered, do not sign off, Steve, because I'm going to tell you the juicy gossip I can't share with the world. All um. Right. I want to thank everybody who joined us i think this has been our greatest uh, morning crowd and uh, hopefully you'll spread the word and come and join steve and i as we talk dungeons and dragons and creativity in the future as always be sure to follow at the steve conley at twitter follow myself at the or, no, i'm not a the as if there's another one of me at dan leon taylor um at Twitter, and uh, Catacombs and Comedians. There have been a bunch of links popping up here in the stream chat. Follow all of those because we put them up there for a reason. We love you, and may you make all of your saving throws.